I am very excited for a special second parter. I just finished and released my new episode on Don't Listen, first horror movie for 2024 on History for the Back Pages. And due to the weather being so horrible here in Chicago, I was able to have time between work and time off to get some movie watching in. So I watched Don't Listen first, and then I got to watch, after that, later, this next one. So I said, let's do a special back-to-back releases. Why not? They're both similar vein horror films and a lot of different movies, but similar in ter- types of film created. So why not do them two short, around 10-minute reviews? Let's begin. This episode... This movie is one that I thought was done pretty interestingly. It had some issues. I can't sit here and say that it scared me to the core. It was one that freaked me out where I had to hide under the bed or the closet because it was so scary. And it had some more weaknesses compared to the movie just watched Don't listen. But let's get to this movie first. So it's called Camp Cold Brook, released 2018, horror movie. It stars as the face of the movie, the main star, Chad Michael Murray, plays Jack. He's the host of a B-team reality TV show, Ghost Hunter show, so to speak. He has a team of four. It's him, his associates, Angela, played by Danielle Harris, Emma, played by Candace DeVeezer, and Michael Eric Reed plays Kevin. So the four of them are basically told by the producer of the show that the show's going down the toilet. They need to come up with some scary idea. They will get tons of viewers, make the show a lot of money, and the cha- the company a lot of money. They need to be in the big bucks. So they do a brainstorm. They talk, discuss, figure out where can we go to get this episode on the map. Because if they do successful, the producer has agreed to green light for a whole season. If it stinks, it sounds like the show will be canceled based on the discussion five minutes into the movie. So, of course, they're all freaked out and they need to come up with an idea. They choose one. The routes they could have chosen were to go as a team and investigate a haunted home, haunted camp, haunted basement that's been done a million times, like a legendary one. But they decided to go along with the route to a place that was less than well-known, off the beaten path, Not many similar ghost hunting TV shows had investigated this particular place. That's one reason that they came up with the idea and it was chosen. So basically they go to Camp Cold Brook. It's in the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma. Later on, there's a plot twist or a plot reveal, not really twist, reveal that the main character has a dark and scary past associated with this camp which he does not know throughout the movie, but you re- revealed 
in dialogue that there's a dark secrets involving him and his family from long ago. So he doesn't know this place, but when he chooses it, he does not. So they go there. Basically, how it works was that the camp was a site, a summer camp. Lots of young people had been murdered and never found. There's lots of crucifixes, sigils, ghostly paraphernalia throughout the camp. It's haunted. And they need to get these hauntings on tape, on TV. They need to get real evidence to show that it's haunted so they can get a lot of money and keep the show surviving. If not, it is getting a big fat cancellation notice. Things I liked about the movie was it was a low budget film, but actually I thought it was well done pretty much. There wasn't horrible acting. The dialogue dialogue wasn't cringe inducing. The plot wasn't so discombobulated and confusing that I was having to pause it every five seconds to figure out what was going on. And the camp setting wasn't a bad idea either. Main issues with it, I didn't find it that scary. The whole premise of it was that it was so scary. That this ghost or witch had haunted the camp and so much evil surrounded the past. To be honest, I didn't find it that scary at all. Like the premise of the camp and the movie, the action that took place in the movie, I didn't find it that scary. For example, one of the people in the ghost team, Danielle, throughout like the whole movie, they kept having her freak out. Like a little rustle what happened in the bushes or lights would flicker on a video camera screen. She'd be like, ah, I'm freaking out. I'm so scared. Ah. And then she's like, I need to leave immediately. And I'm like, come on, nothing happened. Like, that's not scary at all. Nothing even happened. And she'd be like, I'm freaking out. And they kept having her like freaking out the whole movie. And I was like, just please give it a second. Try to have some patience, do more investigating, figure out. Is it in your head? Is it like a mind bender? Or is this really haunted? Then you can have some fear. But stuff wouldn't even happen. She wouldn't even see, witness any ghosts or witches or anything. Suddenly she'd be like freaking out. Second issue I had was that the main characters would witness something and not one way to keep it secret. They wouldn't tell the other group members. Or if somebody did reveal something happened to them, they're like, I don't care, I don't care. It doesn't sound that bad, whatever. Like, for example, one part in the movie, the cameraman, Kevin, he was kind of like the guy they made as like the loner, the ladies' man, the drunkard, the classic lazy guy, the stereotypical all-in-the-one character. He was like, I got thrown off this bridge in the camp. I almost died. And the main guy's like, I don't care. And then he just walked away. Instead of being like investigating, like, what happened? Are you right? We need to figure out what's going on. He'd be like, I don't don't care. That happened a lot during the movie. Also, some of it was interesting was... I'm not sure of the special powers that this paranormal being had or possessed because there'd be parts that were kind of annoying where, for example, the main guy, Jack, had issues with the Kevin guy because he'd always complain, like, Kevin never picks up his radio. 
Kevin's never where he's supposed to be. Kevin's always lazy, sitting on his ass. And Jack would be, like, trying to contact him via radio. He wouldn't respond. And he's like, please be on your radio, man. I want you to talk to you. But then later in the movie, someone would contact the Jack guy, and he wouldn't respond either. It's like, why is he complaining nonstop about that? When people call him or radio him, he doesn't respond. My only guess is that this paranormal being is able to control, like, to make it no signal. He's in the middle of nowhere camp, so that's believable. Or is able to control the radio so you can direct an outward call, but it cannot be um, picked up. That's my guess. Because I don't know why they'd have it on mute the whole time or they'd never respond. Like, you'd see the character, the audio would come out of their mouth. And instead of the character who received the message responding, they would say nothing, wouldn't even pick it up. So I guess it was controlled by this evil monster is my only guess. If not, they're, they are stupid. It's too lazy to pick up the radio. Other issues were that they had to figure out late in the movie a reveal to show how this dark secret of past had happened to this young man years ago. Now he's like older, like in his 40s. But back then, his childhood. So they had to create these characters like out of nowhere, like his mom, and they needed to bring her in the movie like 20 minutes left. And she's like, He's going back to the place where the dark and death occurred. And she's just brought out of nowhere and she, she suddenly they had her in the movie. Like they didn't do investigating or really setting up the lore of this camp. There's more just people died, which that's horrible and scary. And it's haunted. But there's nothing really scary or thrilling in the movie towards like until the end, like last five minutes. Then people started dying in present day, started dying. And then you reveal the third plot twist. There's three plot twists slash reveals in the movie. The one, the the man as a boy had been at this camp when it was dark and evil and death occurred. His mom was revealed, and the town people were um, related to this death somehow. And then third, one of the people in the movie also been a witness there and involved there who actually remembered what happened but kept it hidden secret until it was too late. So that was part of the movie and then people died and then the man was all angry and he's like, I'm so mad and my life's in disrepair. So that's this movie, Camp Colebrook. It could have been better, I think. It just wasn't scary. And plus the acting was perfectly acceptable. The plot had some potential. There was decent paranormal scenes in the movie. But I think it more could have been like a TV episode or like a pilot TV episode instead of a whole 120 minute. Actually, no, more like 80 minute movie probably. 90-minute movie, I think, at maximum. But this wasn't that scary, and uh, they tried to set it up as really scary based on the reveal of the camp middle of nowhere. One plus was actually was filmed in Oklahoma. It took place in middle of Oklahoma, and it was filmed there, so that's one positive. And another positive was Chad Michael Murray as the main 
star of the movie did a decent job as the main host of this um, B-team failing ghost hunter TV reality program. So that's my review of the movie Camp Coldbrook. Would I recommend it? Um, maybe. I don't think it was horrible or anyway. I would probably say neutral to it. In the middle, it's fine. Not second rate or horrible, abysmal. Probably it's, it's fine. Like low end of it's fine. Like good enough. So thank you. See you next time. History for Back Pages. Signing off for this week. Stay safe. Stay warm, especially if you're in the Midwest, in Chicago especially, or Newark. Have a good week. See you next time. Excited to bring more content to the program.